In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Usually, when we celebrate feast of one of the female saints, the Church chose for us this Gospel from Matthew 25, Uh, that speaks about the parable of the ten virgins. Also, every night in the first watch of the midnight hour, this is the gospel of the first watch of midnight hour. The ten virgins in this uh, parable represent the believers, not all the people in the world, but represent only the believers. So the believers in the church are two groups. One group, in this parable, they are called the wise. And the other group, the foolish. And the difference between the two groups is the virtue of wisdom. This reminds me with the classification that St. Paul made in his first letter to Corinthians when he classified the people into three categories. The first category he called them the carnal man or the carnal person. Second category the natural and the third category the spiritual. Both the carnal and natural are considered the foolish and the spiritual are the wise. The cardinal are led by the desires of the flesh. And St. Paul called them babes in Christ. So they are believers, but they are like children, infants in Christ. They did not reach yet spiritual maturity. The natural, they are led by their mind. So whatever their mind accepts will be acceptable. But whatever their mind rejects will not be acceptable. That's why they cannot understand things pertaining to God. Because spiritual things only be understood spiritually. So they cannot understand the mystery of incarnation. They cannot understand the mystery of Eucharist. It is beyond the ability of their mind. (coughs) The third group, he called them spiritual. And the spiritual are those who are led by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is actually the oil in this uh, parable. Because when we are filled with the Spirit, then we have this oil. One of the symbols of the Holy Spirit is the oil. And the Spirit is the Spirit of Wisdom. We will have this virtue of Wisdom when we are filled by the Spirit of God. And in Hebrews chapter 5, again St. Paul spoke to the Hebrews and he told them, you are still children spiritually. You cannot actually digest solid food. You still need milk. Because the solid food is for those who are mature, spiritually mature. 
And then he said, these people who are spiritual mature, who are wise, can discern between good and right, can discern between righteousness and wickedness, good and evil. That is the wisdom. Wisdom is discerning. As St. Anthony the Great said, any virtue, you practice it without wisdom, it can turn into vice. In the Pauline letter of today, uh, there is more than one reference to the wisdom. For example, uh, St. Paul said in verse 18, Ephesians 5:18, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Have your lamps, have your vessels filled with, filled with oil, the Spirit of God. And he made a very nice comparison here. He said, the foolish, they are filled and saturated by the wine. So they become drunk. And with drunkenness comes dissipation. But the wines, they are filled by the Spirit of God. I can say they become drunk with the Spirit of God, drunk spiritually. And as with the drunkenness comes dissipation, being filled with the Spirit, you are going to speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God. So here when I am filled with the Spirit, my tongue will speak the word of God, my heart will be singing and making melody to the Lord, and I will be living life of thankfulness, gratitude, giving thanks always to the, to, for, for all things to God. Uh, so it's very important not only to be believer, but to grow into spiritual maturity. Because with the spiritual maturity comes the virtue of wisdom. With the virtue of wisdom, we will understand the will of God. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17, the gospel that is a Pauline letter that we read today, he said, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of God is. Understand what the will of the Lord is. Many people ask, what is the will of God in my life? I don't understand the will of God. How can I know the will of God? If you are filled with the Spirit, led by the Spirit of God, then the will of God will be revealed to you. But when we are busy and distracted with the wine of the world, and wine here doesn't mean just alcohol, but any distraction that actually takes over my mind and my heart, 
any distraction that I'm addicted to it, that is the wine of the world, it will be a challenge for me to understand what the will of the Lord is. So, being filled with the Spirit will make me understand the will of God in my life. And also, will make me appreciate and know uh, the value of the time, the value of each day in my life, the value of every minute in my life. St. Paul also said today in verse 15, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. So one of the signs of wisdom is redeeming the time. The word redeeming mean you sacrifice something to save something else. That's the word redemption. When we say the Lord redeemed us, means the Lord sacrificed himself in order to save us. So when St. Paul used the word redeeming the time, what did he mean? Means what are the activities that you are willing to sacrifice, that you are willing to let go in order to save your time for something more important pertaining to eternal life, pertaining to your salvation. Unfortunately, we do the opposite. Actually, we sacrifice our time with God, we sacrifice our quiet time, sacrifice the time of prayer, in order to be engaged in other activities that will not edify our spiritual life, rather it can destroy our spiritual life. But the wise person will understand the value of time. These foolish virgins came too late. The door was shut. They did not appreciate or understand the value of time. That's why when they came, it was already too late. The door was shut, and the Lord told them, depart from me, I do not know you. So, the question may be, how can I acquire this wisdom? Or how can I grow into spiritual maturity? Number one is the word of God. Saint Paul, uh, Saint, uh, sorry, Prophet David in Psalm 119. This psalm is 22 uh, sections. Every section actually is composed of eight verses. And in every verse, there is reference to the word of God in every single verse. And in this psalm, he spoke about the importance of the Word of God and how the Word of God made him 
more wise, more prudent than the elders because the word of God is his meditation. So when he meditate on the word of God day and night and kept the word of God in his heart, he became wise. And also by meditating and reciting the word of God day and night, this actually the tools, the means of grace. Means of grace, the means by which we enter into the sphere of the grace of God. And when I speak about the grace, it is the grace of the Holy Spirit, meaning be filled with the Spirit. Also, St. James gave us another important tool to acquire wisdom, which is prayer. He said, is anyone among you in need of wisdom? Let him pray. Let him ask God. He will give abundantly and without reproach. And it will be given to him. So if you are lacking wisdom, just pray and ask God to give you this wisdom. This heavenly wisdom, not the earthly wisdom. Earthly wisdom is like cunning. That's why there is envy with earthly wisdom. There is strife. There is divisions. There is bad ambition. But heavenly wisdom is totally different. Peaceable. Willing to yield. Willing to yield. It's one of the very important characteristics of the heavenly wisdom. Because pursue peace with everyone. A third tool to acquire this heavenly wisdom is discipleship. Our church is a church of discipleship. When you read the book of Acts, when you read the word, for example, St. Paul went to that city and he found disciples. Found disciples means found believers. That's the word the disciples mean. When actually we have this spirit of discipleship, we are willing to learn. We are willing to benefit from others. And I, I, in every step in my life, I have a father to guide me. And I have a father to pray for me and to pray with me. As the Bible says, do not be wise in your own eyes and do not deceive yourself. Those who are wise in their own eyes and feel they don't need to be disciples, they don't need to be taught or to learn, that is actually the foolishness. So you need to keep the spirit of discipleship all the time. Regardless how many years in Christ you are or how old you are. In the history of the church, we saw Pope like Pope Theophilus went to the wilderness 
to meet Saint Arsenius to ask a word of benefit from this elder. So here we see how the Pope of Alexandria, Pope Theophilus, went to seek wisdom and word of benefit from an elderly monk with no ranks in, in priesthood, but filled with the Spirit of God and asking wisdom from him, Saint Arsenius. This spirit of discipleship will make you wise and growing in wisdom. The day in which you lose the spirit of discipleship is the day in which you are losing your wisdom. Another tool to acquire the wisdom is uh, who are your friends around whom you are hanging all the time? If you are hanging around godly people, wise people, you will actually learn from their example, even without speaking to you. We heard about St. Anthony the Great in the beginning of his monastic life. There was a beautiful description about him. It was said about St. Anthony, he was like a bee, going from one flower to one flower to learn. And that's how he started his monastic life. Before St. Anthony, uh, there were many elders who lived in a solitary life worshiping God. His monasticism was not established as uh, an order in the church. But there were some elders, like St. Paul the First Hermit. So he used to go to these elders and learn from each one a virtue. This positive perspective to learn from others. Sometimes when we deal with others, we focus on their weaknesses, and thus we fall into sin of judgment, condemnation. And there is no one perfect. But if we focus on the positive things in others, and we learn from the positive things in their life, in their life, we will learn from them. Even if you look around you in the nature, you will learn from the nature. Uh, in the book of Proverbs, it was said, look at the ants and learn from them how they store during the summer time so they have food during the winter time. In the story of Jonah, 
We saw how Jonah learned from everything around him. He learned a lesson from the bush, learned a lesson from the storm, from the wheel. God, God used the, the nature to teach Jonah a lesson in wisdom. So the wise person looks around him and learns from everything around him. And that's how he will grow in wisdom. We may look around us and with a negative attitude we criticize everything around us. And we turn into complainers. But a wise person look around him and try to learn. Even during hardships, during affliction, during tribulation, there is a message, there is something to learn and to acquire wisdom from. The main difference between the two groups of versions, one group was wise and the other group was foolish. Those who were wise were able to inherit the kingdom of God and to enter with the bridegroom into the wedding. Those who were foolish stood outside, although all of them were believers. It's your choice today. Which group you are going to follow? Are you are going to follow the wise and pursue wisdom in everything you are doing and to be filled with the Spirit in your life? Or are you going to not to redeem your time and to let yourself be distracted with the wine of this world until it is too late? until the Lord, the door is shut. A final advice to everyone, but especially to the youth. Make uh, a daily habit to read from the book of Proverbs, the book of Sirach, and book of Ecclesiastes. Try to read them, and when you finish them, read them again and again. These books of wisdom are very, very important to everyone, but especially to the youth. Make it a daily reading beside your daily reading from the scripture. The book of wisdom uh, by Sirach, the book of Proverbs, and the book of Ecclesiastes. Let's pray and ask the Lord to grant all of us heavenly wisdom to be like the wise virgins, and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.